thank you for joining us for this week's Tell It By Tuesday. Today, we're going to talk about why bother? It's them, not me. And I'm your coach, Coach Kelly. And we have today as a guest speaker, Ms. Shy. So thank you so much, Ms. Shy, for joining us. Really appreciate you coming to share your perspective today. Awesome. Really excited to be here, Coach Kelly. Definitely experience in the corporate world as a brown girl. So really excited to share what I know. So let's get into this here. Let's talk about what comes to mind. And for me, I think I hear this a lot. I think I've said it a lot. And I think a lot of times we say it in the moment almost to sort of decompress. But a lot of times I don't think that, at least for me, I never really meant it. I never really meant that I'm going to just give up. But it is one of those things where I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I bothering with this? And especially at work, it's been countless times I've said that and been in experiences where it just didn't make sense to me. Why am I constantly beating my head against a brick wall? So interested to hear your take on how you've experienced this or have you said this in in your past? I definitely can relate to that feeling. My experience being in the corporate world, coming from a family where the mother was military. She drove it into us how important it was to work really hard. And we were taught that if you work hard, you will be rewarded, right? However, that does not reflect how the world works, particularly the corporate environment. And so I have been working for several years as a consultant and had my education had my prior financial services work experience on paper, perfect profile to be successful in a corporate environment. And I just wasn't getting the opportunities that I felt like I deserved. And I absolutely felt like, what am I working toward here? If the things I was taught are not working for me to be successful, why am I wasting my time here? Right. And so absolutely have felt that way and really just didn't know what to do about it. So I think it's really easy for us to say, well, let me go find a new place to go, right? And I think, you know, once you get to that point, it's the why bother, I feel like is a reflection of either it's a crossroads, right? Like make a decision, accept what's happening to you. Uh, Don't punish everyone by complaining about it or do something about it, right? Right. Uh, And so for me, I was very fortunate for something outside of the realm of my control to have impacted my decisions around whether or not I was going to stay with the firm I was with or to go. That that's always an option, right? We can always leave. You always have the option to go to another company. What I found was if I didn't learn that lesson that I needed to learn there at the previous company, I almost took that with me to the next place. (laughs) And it became like, why am I constantly finding myself at the same crossroads so frequently every time I move? I finally realized that I had to face that demon and challenge what I was seeing at my current employer and really make it clear, this is what I need to be set up for success and really push through versus, you know, I don't think it's giving up to go to another company. I think it's really ton of your confidence and you taking some mm-hmm. ownership in doing that because you, mm-hmm. you feel as though your words don't matter. No one's listening to you. Mm-hmm. So why bother? So, I, you know, you don't hear me. I'm invisible to you. Like, so mm-hmm. you don't understand anything that I'm talking about or understand my perspective or want to understand it. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes those things are internalized. 
no mm-hmm. one's actually saying that to you. <laughs> Why bother? I'm just going to move on and find something else, right? And that'd be great. And it'll be great for a minute. And then I'll hit that same roadblock again. And so it's really about dissecting why are you saying that and are you creating that reality for yourself Mm -hmm, (laughs) you know mm -hmm. are you kind of taking something that someone said and taking it personally and just kind of running with it or is this someone's is this really someone telling you you know or saying something or blocking you in some kind of way and so Mm -hmm. I do think that for me it, it was something I had to face head on in order for me to push through and get get past it so from an example can you talk about how you saw that, how did that manifest for you and what happened and what was that experience like? I do want to just piggyback a lot of really good points you made to make the decision to stay at a company because you do recognize your value despite feeling like you're not being valued by the decision makers. It requires a high degree of self-awareness. On some level, you have to accept what you can control and make the decision about how you can affect your outcomes based on what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are, right? And for me, I really needed a coach to come in and give me that perspective, right? Because when you're in the moment, you think you do know what you need to work on, right? Mm -hmm. But the business is obviously reflecting to you that there's something they're not comfortable with related to how you're being perceived, but no one's being upfront with you. No one's being really transparent about what you need to work on. Right. Here's a real talk, right? Like here mm-hmm. it is, right? Like mm-hmm. it's almost like they're very cryptic. <laughs> it's right. like, what are you saying to me? Because I don't understand. Correct. So I completely <laughs> have been there too myself. So I would say my example is one that probably many people can relate to and it's performance review time, right? After having been with the firm I was with for like five years, I had a performance discussion around my career and I got a, a lot of corporate speak, right? I got a lot of the standard lingo that doesn't give you any awareness to what you truly need to work on tactically, right? Mm -hmm. Like day to day, how to approach Mm -hmm. this next project, ways to demonstrate you want to stretch. None of that was communicated. It was more Mm -hmm. around, oh, just keep doing what you're doing. Right. And I was like, well, if what I'm doing did not get me promoted, (laughs) sir or madam. No, thank you. Right. Right. And so that was a time when I really felt like it it didn't make a difference if I kept working hard. And Mm -hmm. I think my saving grace, again, was that coach, right? This person coming in, having this third person perspective. And the key was that coach's ability to translate the corporate speak into things that I could tactically do from a behavior standpoint that would translate to the decision makers to communicate to them, I want to be here. I know I can add value. And this is why you need to choose me. Right. And so what was that? What do you think that was for this coach who came in and and listened and allowed you to be heard Mm -hmm. and then took a step further to then help to understand how do we get past this impasse? Right. And Mm -hmm. so what do you think that was? How did you make that coach listen? Right. Because you you talked about the fact that you had been talking to your manager and, Mm -hmm. and after performance reviews. They were giving you, hey, you're doing good, mm-hmm. keep it up. But you internally were saying like, hey, look, I'm looking to be promoted. And so mm-hmm. there was a disconnect that was happening, right, in terms of how they were responding to you and what it is that you were looking for previously, right, to, to you meeting yep. this coach. And then now you meet the coach and then you're sharing your experience. What do you think was that difference in 
now all of a sudden, wait, this makes sense. I understand more now. Well, to be very plain, I would say it absolutely was the shared experience. The person that came and shared transparently with me how to be successful looked like me, Kelly. She was a brown <laughs> girl, right? Mm -hmm. The main key difference was we shared a culture, right? I didn't have deep relationship with this coach. She was new to me. I, for some reason, felt like there was no reason for me to mistrust her. And the strange thing is the organization had assigned me a career coach, right? There was a person whose job it was to help me be successful, and they were attached to the organization. So, but the guidance I was getting even from the career coach did not resonate with me, my work style, my culture, my experience at the firm. And this career coach understood the challenges of being brown and being heard, right? Mm -hmm. And so that person's ability to translate the corporate speak, because she had had some experience with it for a while, into what are actionable things you can do, and particularly highlighting the key element of how much my brand would affect my pace to promotion, she was able to articulate that. Yeah. The, the so when you when you say brands, it's it's one of those things that I think we don't think about is that brand perception. I think one of the things that I didn't realize until later on in, in my career was perception wasn't always reality. I wasn't always showing up as the way I thought I was showing up, right? And so that interpretation or that perception of my value, perception of my relevance of what I was bringing to the table didn't always line up to what I thought I was doing. And that's where this concept of brand management and mm -hmm. wait a minute, I am in the business of me. Mm -hmm. I'm in a business world. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And I'm not treating myself like a business. Mm -hmm. I'm not mm -hmm. portraying myself as a business. When we think about these large corporations that have been around for hundreds of years, some of them, they're in the business of being in business. They're not in the business of you. They're not right. in the business of trying to figure out how to help you get to your next career challenge. Mm -hmm. They're mm -hmm. trying to find the most relevant talent to do the job that they need to do to continue to be in business. That is right. exactly what it is. And that is not a bad thing, right? Mm -hmm. You have to be in the business of you. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is so true. That is such a big deal to manage your brand. You're not taught in college. <laughs> mm -mm. No one's telling you that. No one's telling you, hey, this is how you get to be promoted. Mm -hmm. And what you see is you see a lot of non-Brown and Black people Mm -hmm. being promoted and you know why because they're managing their brand right and they're working on the right things mm -hmm. they're not working on everything right because mm -hmm. you talked about that earlier working hard doesn't mean you're going to be promoted mm -hmm. it just says thank you let me give you this swag <laughs> and here's, a, here's, the mug. here's the mug mm -hmm. right and you're just like wait I did all these things. Mm -hmm. So it's about focusing on the right work. It's about managing your brand mm -hmm. and pushing through, right? Like if you're not getting those answers, it's about understanding that perspective to make sure that you are heard. Yep. Yep. 100%. So it, it's just one of those things where I'm like, wow, that is so true. And had mm -hmm. I known that... <laughs> It's always, hindsight is always 20-20, right? I'd probably be further along than I am in my career. 
when we get to those points, we want to give up, but it's like small things like that. And if somebody would just said that to me, I would be so much better. (laughs) I wasted three years. I lost three years of progression over people's perception of my brand, right? And it is huge. Like, I don't even, it would make me angry to think about where I could be today, (laughs) right? Just if you consider it. But I think you 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 made it a, a good point. Like it's an oxymoron because it seems like a small thing, but it's huge, right? In the corporate environment, what people think of you is the gateway to opportunity, right? No, it's all about my work speaks for itself. Newsflash, your work don't talk. You do. No. Right. You do. And in the in the role that I'm in now, where I have the opportunity to share what I have learned. I consistently have to bring to people's attention that it does not matter how hard you work if people who can make the decisions don't have the right idea about who you are and the value you bring, you not going to move, right? Absolutely. We go to college, girl. We get all of these degrees. We get certifications. We come out, boom, we like, yes. And it's like, no, thank you. That's what we pay you for. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, to your point of just that small conversation sounds like it just had a, it's like it clicked. Like, Mm -hmm. wait, something's okay. This is what I need to do. And it doesn't, it doesn't sound like it took much. (laughs) No, I can, I can give you some detail. I think one of the key aspects too, of the coaching that I got was it was based on data, right? And so one of the most valuable pieces of guidance I've been given by that coach is do not make assumptions, right? But I wasn't challenging the people to say to me, this is the reason you have not been promoted, right? It doesn't matter what you actually think you're doing. Whatever your intentions are, are not hitting home. If that had not happened, I don't think I would be where I am am today, right? And so when you go back and you ask yourself, why bother? Because to your point, in professional development and life, as we move through different life stages, we're gonna get frustrated with outcomes, whether it's work or personal, right? And for me, it was, what are my core values to me as an individual? What is most important to Shy, And is what is most important to me aligned to this role? And so why bother? Yeah. Because this is your career. You own that. Mm -hmm. Nobody else owns that. And Mm -hmm. I think that is something that I wished someone would have just sat down and just said it to me. Now, what I've listened, I don't know. I mean, as a kid, I was, I was a little more like, I'm going to just fight everything. No, <laughs> but yes. I do feel like I just didn't have that guidance. I had mentors and I had career coaches and I'm doing all these things. And the first thing they'll say is, well, how can I help you? Well, what can Correct. I do for you? And it's like, well, if I knew what I needed, I would go out and get it. I'm coming to you because I don't even know. Like, I don't know what I don't know. Right. There's no coach, like you said, you had that just said, hey, girl, let me wait a minute. Like, let's just talk about this, <laughs> right? And so right. if our brand perception is that we just don't want to hear it or we do get feedback and we don't act on it, we're not pivoting very well. Like, it's going to be hard for someone to to, to the, take, take a leap there and branch out to try to help you in your career, right? It's okay to get frustrated and be in the moment. Mm-hmm. But realize that's just a moment and yeah. push past and you'll learn something from that. Mm-hmm. But there's things that you can do to change that, to change that behavior, 
and to challenge that behavior, right? Yep. If it's truly yep. a bias happening, call it out in yep. the moment. Mm-hmm. And I think especially with the world, very sensitive and, and really putting a lot of investment in corporate diversity, equity, and inclusion, it's, it's, it's the time is now. Yes, it's the safest the time, time. The safest time to mm-hmm. speak up is now. Yep, So I agree. All right, Ms. Shaw, you gave a glowing review of your career coach. So so who is that? Who is this mystery coach? Well, drum roll, my, my <laughs> career coach is Coach Kelly, actually. Nice. Thank you, Ms. Shaw. I think it was a, a glowing review, and I never really heard you talk about it in that way. So I'm really pleased that I was able to have that impact on you. So it Thank you. It was, it was, it was absolutely no cliche, life-changing. I am 100% certain that without the guidance that I would not be as successful as I am today. And I feel like I've grown unrealistic levels in empathy, right? Because mm-hmm. what I recognize is <clears throat> on one level, Coach Kelly was doing her job, but on the other, she could have made a decision not to take the time to tell me what I needed to know. Right. And that's a huge leadership trait, but it's also something that people of color need. They need someone to invest in showing the care to help us move to the next level in whatever area of life we're pursuing. And so that's that's to me a pay it forward moment. Yes, it was a switch that clicked for me. You know what? This woman (laughs) needs an ear. And she needs some real talk right now. I do think that it's rare to find that. <laughs> and I'm glad that I was able to to help you and put you on a path. I enjoy seeing you blossom and grow. This is awesome. All right, Miss Shai. I really appreciate that, girl. It was a very good talk. If you're feeling like you're not being heard at work, it's a real feeling. It's true. There's things that you can do about it. And certainly the coaches at Yes Girl can help you or a coach anywhere can help you to dissect what's happening for you and put you on a path to where you can take back control, right? It's all about being in control of your own career. So thanks so much for joining and we'll talk in the next Tell It By Tuesday.